Street boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, how y'all doing? Welcome to this edition of Sideline Guys. You are on the sidelines with the Sideline Guys. Joined by the co-host, my brother from another mother, the Celtic loving, Eagle flying. <laughs> you already know what time. Oh, I can't yes, forget anti-cowboy hating. Uh, yes, <laughs> yes, I already know that. Oh, boy. I already know. Uh-oh. Yeah, man. Yep. Gotta, oh, gotta man. put that out there. Despise them, I guess, bro. I guess just found that out. But you got to put that out there. So that's uh, <laughs> join my co-host here, Brother Derek Myers. Talk to the people. How you doing, sir? I'm good. I'm good, bro. How you been? Great, man. You know, uh, yeah. sorry it took us so long to go ahead and get this thing together, man, because y'all already know we're we doing a, a review edition of The Last Dance, episodes 9 and 10. But before we get into this review, we got a special guest in the house. Do. A really good guy that we actually had the pleasure of meeting just on the off the air. Y'all can't really know about that conversation, but we know <laughs> that it was a very good, very good conversation. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the show. Mr. Debo, how you feeling, sir? Feeling good. How y'all doing? How y'all doing? In town. Great, great. Welcome to the show. This is the sideline, guys. And uh gentlemen, without further ado, let's let's get on into this thing, man. Let's get into this. Last dance now, how we always do. Let's go ahead and just kick it off. Gentlemen, go around the table. Give your your initial thoughts overall. Since this was the last two episodes, mm. let's go ahead and just say, what were your thoughts as a whole? From episodes mm. one to 10 as a whole in this documentary, this 10 part documentary, what did you gentlemen think of this entire documentary? You go ahead, Diva. All right, so. I was sleep on it at first, but so many people kept telling me to watch it. So about two days ago, I started on episode one, and I ended up watching all of them up, up until episode nine. I was like, God damn, this shit is really good. But 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 really, the the main thing it showed for me is like how great Jordan really was, and it gave it gave like a, a deeper in depth look. Damn, this man really could just turn it on in game, like just like that, and like change the whole dynamics of the game and stuff. Even though you know he was always surrounded by great players, but it, it also showed how even he made them either, even push them towards greatness type shit. Oh yeah, like bro, you gonna be on my team? team. We some winners. We, we we here to win championship. You ain't with this shit. You gotta go on roll. I respect yeah. it. Uh huh. Yeah, but overall. It just provides some good insight. But a lot of it, I think, I think some of it's propaganda designed to make certain people look better. But overall, I think it's a good documentary. Yeah, um, I've been saying this probably since episode one, and I was premature, but I wanted to wait till the whole thing finished. Mm. I I think this is with the O.J. Simpson docu series. I think those are like tied for best that I've ever seen. I agree. I agree. Ever. This this has been I know there's been reports coming out of the last couple of days that, that Pippin didn't like how he was portrayed in this. Mm-hmm. My only issue with that is he was the one pretty much directing the narrative on that. Yeah. So I don't understand how he's upset about how he was portrayed because everything that they discussed with Michael, they discussed with him and he mm-hmm. agreed with everything Michael said from how he acted with, with not going into the game, uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, giving up on his team. 
um, to yeah. how he was with with the injuries, all that stuff. He had pre- pretty much agreed yeah. with everything that was said. So I don't, yeah. I don't yeah. understand. Yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't, I don't get the 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 feelings that he has on that. But overall, I, I love how this documentary uh, uh, gave us a really great insight on uh, on Michael Jordan. This mm. was this was um, this was really needed because we didn't. We we never seen Michael Jordan the human. We've always seen Michael Jordan the basketball guy, the, the player. Yeah, yeah, and 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 it's good to see him as the human, like to 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 be vulnerable and and to show mm-hmm. how much this bothered him of being in the limelight and all that stuff. This was this was a very well balanced, well directed, well written everything. This was. Probably actually, this is probably above O.J. Simpson in my opinion. I might have to go back and watch that series again because that this was phenomenal. I, I loved it. I agree. Yeah. Loved another it. thing. Another thing. I definitely uh, want to say I, I ain't like like how they was handling like his gambling situation. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, and then I, I respect what he was saying. Like, you got a gamb- you got a problem when you losing houses and starving and shit. Like, this ain't no problem for me. It's just a hobby. And you know, me, how much just, he was making. Exactly. It was, like, 10000 was like 10 million. They said that in, in the documentary. I'm like, yeah. bro, the media would just be taking shit and running with it. And, like, yeah. it'd be fucking up folks' characters and reputation and shit. But, yeah, it just provided more detail about that. Like, and yeah, and media, tying him to his dad's death. Yeah, I was just going to say that. Then trying to tie that to his uh, death. Nah. It might be a possibility, but that's still a reach, though, with no conclusive evidence. It to me, it's a reach for the simple fact that he pulled over into a random parking lot to take a nap. Yeah, it's not like he went into some spot where people were waiting for him and all that stuff. You know, he was he was with some friends and stayed stayed over at their house for a couple of days, and then and then he was heading home. So I think I think it was just one of those things. It's just a rant. I would love to know what's going on with those guys, though. That that killed Michael Jordan's dad. I would yeah. love to know what's going on with them today. Yeah. If they then, But that situation, it might be some stuff behind the scenes that we'll never know about. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty um, sure. Be some weird shit going on. Yeah. Yep. Well, absolutely, gentlemen. So. Again, I agree with both of you. This has definitely been a phenomenal series all the way around. Certainly Uh gave us a whole different perspective on the things we never thought we would see. A lot of us, definitely, Uh collectively speaking, we were too young to really know about a lot of this at that time. Uh We weren't really around. So now as adults, as young adults, it's it's very crazy to actually be like, whoa, wow, all of this went on at that time. Yeah. Imagine, you know, so I am uh, intrigued that they didn't even mention Michael going to the Wizards. Yeah. That, was, that wasn't I, even I, th- I, I thought they were gonna uh, put that in there. Yeah. Yeah, it, it was a but you know, uh I I feel the reason that probably wasn't mentioned is because I do remember when he came out of retirement how long ago that was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember I, I remember the hype of when they were like after that second retirement when he said he was coming back. I remember they were like, yo, Michael Jordan's coming back. It was at V103. Everybody on the radio was talking about it. And I still wasn't even into basketball back then yet. Mm-hmm. But I was yeah. waiting for the hype, knowing like, oh, Jordan's coming back. I thought yeah. the hype was going to be coming. And it wasn't so much so. Like, he was still Jordan, but he wasn't Jordan. 
Yeah. So, there's probably reason for that. I mean, he did retire that second go-round for a nice little minute. He definitely didn't come back as hard as he did the first time. No. They're going with the age and all this. It's better better off it didn't get mentioned anyway, you know? Yeah. It's it's, it's better off. But, gentlemen, uh, I'm going to start off with this very, very interesting topic. And let's touch on Carl Malone. Recently, Carl Malone gave his views about The Last Dance as a whole, and he made the following statement. So when I say the name Michael Jordan, what comes to mind? Michael Jordan, like what else do I need to say? So talk to me about the game six finals in Utah when he stole the ball was the next question. Why Malone asked, why do I have to? But I'll tell you this, I'm all man. I accept responsibility for not winning one. Malone made it clear the series wasn't just about Jordan. I have the utmost respect for Michael, but I never thought I was playing Michael Jordan. Mike Malone said I was playing the Chicago Bulls. Everybody says this was a bad man and all that. Well, yes, I give them respect, but I got to set up. I'm a man, and I was a bad son of a beat. Given that, what were you guys' thoughts on what Carl Malone had to say after the last dance? Man, shit. He, he said, I agree, goddammit. Shit, both of them was cold as fuck. I'm like, but it, it's Jordan. And then the play where uh, Jordan took the ball from him, it really wasn't shit he was due. Shit he can do. It was just a great play by Jordan because Jordan knew he was on his blind side and couldn't see him. Yeah. So that's just like in football, you know, you, you run and you think you're going to make a tackle and you get blindsided. Mm-hmm. You ain't see where the fuck they came from. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Carl Malone, definitely a great player. He's just, he just one of those great players that couldn't get past the Jordan hump. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, if Jordan wasn't playing that year, they they most likely would have won a championship. Yeah. That, that, was, that was a crazy year, man. I, I, I have respect for, for, for Malone. And I tell you what. When they lost to the Bulls, you saw – well, I think it was his ninth episode when um, they were on, the, the Bulls were on the bus with the championship and everything like that. And Carl comes yeah. and congratulate them. Uh-huh. Think about that. You lose on your home floor, and you yeah. still go to congratulate them on the bus. I don't think I'm, 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 I'm that much of a nice guy to go do that. To be honest, right, they take, take a lot of class. Yeah, they have a lot of honor. Yeah, yeah. I, down the line, I would probably you know gone up and said what's up, you know, especially walking off the floor, you know, congratulations. But yeah. to go and see that, see that that trophy. Yeah, the cel- <laughs> and right the celebration. Yeah. yeah, they still wet from champagne and everything like that, and you still go and uh-huh. say congratulations. That that's that takes another level, man. Uh, Carl Malone. Yeah. To the casual basketball fan, he, no one, you know, those fans don't talk about him or include him in any of those conversations. Yeah, especially in our, in our, yeah, especially in our generation. Um, that's someone that, that should he should have a documentary of his own, to be honest. Especially talking about that MVP season, man. That that, huh? my God, <laughs> man, my God, that that that'd be a great story to tell. 
The very season yeah. that yet again motivated Michael Jordan, as we saw. Yet another I was just going to say. He's going to find him some motivation. Uh, even if it's that he didn't get, get any Skittles from someone, he's going to find somehow some way to get motivated to make you feel like, he, you know, you slighted him in some way. Yeah. That, that was pattern throughout this entire documentary that of course like even you, what you said earlier Dwayne like you weren't old enough to to appreciate this and watch this so going uh-huh. and seeing that like you could see the pattern I don't think there was one episode that they did not discuss how he had some type of motivation against someone yeah uh-huh. that that's that's phenomenal to me man I I, I admire it I admire it Michael Jordan I actually think that this this documentary probably put him in another stratosphere. Yeah, I was I was just gonna say uh, it definitely shifted dynamics in the LeBron versus Jordan conversation. Bro, <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. That conversation for to me was dead when he me was too. like that. That was that was dead. Me too. But right yeah. now, hell no. He can't catch him. He could he could win three more championships in LA and and and, and still wouldn't be able to catch him. Uh, no, nah, to me, I, like I don't I don't get. I think it's because like a lot of people in this uh, generation they grew up watching LeBron instead of knowing fully what Jordan did. So yeah. they always run with LeBron. They argue at the death about LeBron. I'm like, bro. <laughs> to me, yeah. like, bro, he 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 already then lost too much to uh, even. Like be in the same conversation, and then you got to do all this AAUS shit, constantly switching teams <laughs> and assembling new Avengers and shit to yeah. win, and your ass still three and six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, bro, he went six times, won six times, and was the MVP mm-hmm. six times. So I'm like, come on, man. <laughs> no, actually, I think Le- I think LeBron is three and seven now. Damn, for real? I think so. That shit, that shit horrible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and in retrospect, um, R.I.P. to Kobe in, in respect because uh, his his, yeah. his his fan base we can't forget is the same way. Uh, like yeah, but shit, Kobe said did something though. Yeah, Kobe nah, said everything I got I learned from him. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Now he's he's the closest, definitely the closest. <laughs> yeah, and then shit, he had five. Jordan. And he had um, five. Yeah. Yeah, he he's the closest stratosphere to anything of Jordan's nature. When you talk about is there anyone else as close to him? He mm-hmm. definitely. Uh, but when you talk about like how you mentioned uh, Devo, when you mentioned the generational thing, you know about mm-hmm. everybody follows LeBron because of you know this generation. But you know Kobe mm-hmm. was the bridge, and yeah, I guess you could say our generation mm-hmm. follows Kobe and looks yeah. at him like a goat. You get what I'm saying? Because we yeah. actually appreciated basketball at the time when he was on top. Uh-huh. And so this documentary helps us understand. Well, you know what? Now I can see why Jordan is still slight over Kobe. Yeah. In that aspect oh, yeah. of oh, okay, you get what I mean? So yeah, it's like, bro. When you, and then when 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 the guy come out and actually tell you, like, bro, the shit y'all saying about me, I learned it from him. <laughs> so yeah. that's it. That's it right there automatically. Put him a little bit higher, but oh, yeah. it's still same respect. Like Kobe is right there under him. Like you cannot deny that at all. He's right there, most definitely. Yeah. The only thing I get LeBron, I will call him one of the most well-rounded of all time. Well-rounded, like one of the yeah. Athletic, most talented, 
But when it comes to greatness, I always associate greatness with winning and your contribution to winning and making your teammates greater. God damn it. And, and, like, and, and the path to the finals. That's always been yeah. my biggest thing. Mm-hmm. Path to the finals, man. When, when uh, LeBron was in the East, he had, mm-hmm. what, one team every year? Yeah. That was it. And there was only three of them. Boston, mm-hmm. Indiana, and Chicago. Yeah. That was yeah. it. Like the step, uh, I, I think it was one of the last two episodes I watched, but they, uh, it was like during the commercial break, you know, they kind of do the trivia and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jordan and Pippen knocked out seven 60-win teams out of the playoffs. Seven 60-win teams. Jesus. Like, come on now. Yeah, you can't say this. Different, like, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's different, man. You playing the best. Yeah. Yeah, that's different. God. Yeah. You can get LeBron there one year when he beat the uh, when the Warriors did that three to three to one shit. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I don't compete with no seven sixty win team. Nah. But you know, you know, it, it, the funny thing about that, and it's not to it's not to hate on any bit of what LeBron did, but it's the same Kevin Durant effect. Mm-hmm. That LeBron won that, or the Warriors lost that. That's one thing yeah. you have to ask yourself. Uh-huh. Did LeBron really win that, or did the Warriors lose that? Unfortunate circumstances. Those are the type of questions. You know, a LeBron fan will, LeBron fans listening, you will know this. Be real with yourself. Mm-hmm. You will literally say, LeBron won it. LeBron won it. But if that's the case, and Draymond was talk about, <laughs> talk about OKC. Yeah. And talk about, you know, because all of you who go and hate on Kevin Durant be like, oh, you lost to a team and then go join them, you know? So it's like, well, okay, hold on. So Kevin Durant and them were up 3-1 mm-hmm. that same year that the Warriors lost 3-1. So yeah. it's like, did they lose or did they win? Which which one is it really? You know yeah, I, mean? so, I, I agree. You know, it's because it's different if it's like, if it was seven games and, and LeBron won that and it's like, okay, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, I don't know. It's just, it's just one of those things. Like, yeah. I don't even think the Raptors beat the damn Warriors if KD healthy. Oh, no, they don't. Yeah. Not at all. Because you saw you saw, <laughs> <laughs> you saw that how, while he was out there. KD was killing it. And they mm-hmm. definitely would have cha- won a championship that year. That would have – that, man. Mm-hmm. God. Man, man, man. man. Oof. It's one thing to say. Um. So let's 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 keep the subject on the Utah Jazz for a second. After hearing Carl Malone's thoughts, I would like to ask you gentlemen this question: Out of every team, out of the six finals that that Michael Jordan was a part of, were the Utah Jazz the toughest team that Jordan nope. faced? Nope, Pistons. You don't know the Pistons. You don't know why I say the Pistons because Jordan had to. Like, after they played the Pistons, Jordan realized, like, he had to change a lot of shit in order to beat them. Like, you seen, like, right after they lost, they got in the weight room. Like, he changed. Like, I got to get bigger. I got to get stronger. Mm-hmm. They got to get more mentally tougher and shit. Mm-hmm. So, playing the Pippins, I mean, not the Pippins, the Pistons. <laughs> <laughs> playing, the, playing the Pistons literally transformed the Bulls into what they were. If you get what I'm saying, like going that's, forward, that's true. Now, now that is a good thing, but strictly for the finals, 
Oh yeah, you did say finals. You did say finals. Yeah. Are the Utah Jazz the toughest teams out of all the finals teams that he faced in the finals? Are they the toughest team? You know all the teams. Yeah. I can't. I can't even so remember all the teams. You have the Los Angeles Showtime Lakers with Magic on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have the Phoenix Suns. You have the Seattle Supersonics. You have, of course, the Utah Jazz two times. And there's one more team in there that I feel like I'm missing. I think that's six. Oh, the Portland Trailblazers. I give it. That's right. That's right. Yeah. It's it's a jazz. Yeah, <laughs> it's a jazz most definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Even yeah. though those other teams were really good. Now defensively, um uh the uh the Sonics were really good, especially uh-huh. Gary Payton. They were really good. Yeah. But Carl uh, Malone. <laughs> I just say that. Carl Malone alone. Like Yeah. Dude was just they and they said that he was a he was a matchup. I mean, he was, he was, they, that was a mismatch for them. Uh-huh. You know, like I ah. I, who's really guarding him? So yeah, ah, but Charles Barkley was a mismatch for them as well. Yeah, but they also didn't have anyone else running with Barkley that was able to that was, help. That is true. <laughs> not, not fully help. You know, like like. Carl Malone had a team. Like, that was a solid yeah, team. Yeah, that was a solid team. That was a solid team because uh, the, the – And you remember who got put it in Barkley. Yeah. Line. I think Danny Angel's on that team. But I forgot who else was on there. But they um, they got, what, one win? The Suns? They got, like, one win, right? Damn. The Suns did get one win. Barkley, Barkley was the toughest opponent for them uh, to guard. But yeah. I believe they only got one win. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I'm giving it to the Jazz. That that was that was their toughest one. Yeah, especially when you think about the environment. You know how they're talking about how um, um, they couldn't. His kids, even Michael Jordan's kids, yeah. they like, yeah, can he come to this shit? It's too yeah, hard. that's too crazy. Yeah, I, I think when you talk about environment, on top of the team, Utah was the, was the toughest one. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So. Let's go ahead and let's talk about let's go let's go to Rodman for a quick little second. The old wild man Rodman. All right. Let's let's ask this question. I have this question. Now, gentlemen, was it savage of Dennis Rodman to mispractice for a WCW event, even for Dennis Rodman and his normal antics? Was it very savage? Given that it was during the finals. The only way, nah, I'm gonna say I, I fuck with it to be honest. Like, and then <laughs> if he if he gonna come back and still play, like, bro, just do what you do. And then that, that that's really it. Really reminded me of myself, and so it's really something I would do too. But I, I, I want to say, I don't know. I do I do rebellious shit like this sometimes too. I'm just be like, fuck the organization and shit. Not yeah. not fuck the organization, but like fuck the rules and fuck everything. I'm gonna do what I want to do. Yeah. And as long as I come back and do everything within how I'm supposed to do it, leave me the fuck alone. 
Yeah. So it is savage. It's savage. <laughs> yeah, it is. I mean, that's, but I think that's also a uh, uh, credit to Phil Jackson as well. Yeah. Like, uh-huh. if that was pretty much if that was any other coach, that would not have flown with them, and he probably would have got. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Phil knew it was up there. He already, he believed in him. He knew yeah. where he was going to deliver. And then he was like, "This shit ain't uh, throwing up nobody focus, but y'all as the, yeah, media. the media. Like we we yeah. straight over here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we know he's gonna ball out. You know he's gonna get that rebound. You know he's yeah. gonna play defense. They'll yeah. be doing the meantime as long as he healthy, staying out of trouble, not yeah. getting hurt. Shit, let him do what he do. And and he he came back and killed it. I really don't know how you get mad at that. Like some people, you just let them do what they need to do. Mm-hmm. And, and I think I think he earned that right too. Yeah, like he was a rookie. He he earned his he earned the right to do it. So is it, it, is it crazy? Yes, but yeah, definitely. It was also his off day. Exactly. It's not like it was he game. Break, day. He ain't break not one rule. Yeah, it's not like he it was game day. So I I I don't. I didn't have a problem with it at all. See, it was better to find out he was on fucking TV wrestling than locked up somewhere or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Most definitely. Yeah, yeah wrestling with Hulk Hogan and shit. <laughs> hey, look, look, man. Hey, if he wasn't producing, maybe till then, to this day, he'd still be getting clowned for other reasons. Yeah, he definitely would. Oh, yeah. it's, it's not like he was Tristan Thompson. With the Cavs, you know, <laughs> and that Kardashian curse, uh, as they call hey, it, you know. Hey, hey man, it's... look, that that thing is real, bro. It's Chris, real. <laughs> Chris Humphries was on my team when, when he was with with Kim. Oh my god, bro. That's that's that mess is real, bro. I, I'm 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 not even gonna lie. It's very yeah. much so is. I believe in it wholeheartedly. Very much is. Like Griffin, definitely, yeah, it's it, it definitely something behind them that we really don't want to talk about, but. That's yeah. real. <laughs> <laughs> Look at goddamn Kanye. It, 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 yeah, for, the last, for the last few years, it's like Kanye has been. Awesome. He's probably yeah. he's probably the only one that's been successful being with them. Yeah, but Kanye's a fucking genius, anyway, though. He's a billionaire, like for real. Yeah, he Forbes Forbes <laughs> just uh, announced that like a month ago, I think. He's a millionaire, so yeah, he's he's the only one that's really kind of like survived. Yeah, you see, he, he got kids, they got a family. Yeah, cute, cute, cute. yeah. It had its effects for a while. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just hope everyone on my Celtics team stays away from any Kardashian. Owed him into a crackhead. Yeah. Right. <laughs> No Pretty soon, someday, we will see a very <laughs> a similar documentary of what we just saw. Speaking of the Lakers, a similar documentary of what we just saw. I'm pretty sure the Lakers will get one as well on that they very team. They need one. Yes. Which Lakers? Um, the couple um, Lakers. With um, Lamar Odom and Pau Gasol. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. they they, so, they need one. Yeah, there's gonna be some shit in there. The first <laughs> three P. <laughs> On down to the two peat, mm-hmm. you know. Oh, it wasn't even a two peat. They um, was well, it, it was a, it was it was they did one back to back, didn't they? Yeah, they, they won one oh nine and then one ten. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it was a two peat. 
Yeah. It would have been a three-peat if they would have been able to beat Boston the first time. Couldn't do it. Wasn't, it wasn't in the cards. wasn't in the cards. It wasn't in the cards. <laughs> it was fate. Fate didn't make it happen. But, but, if they did win a three-peat, if they had two three-peats, uh-huh. which one is more impressive, Kobe's or MJ's? MJ's. Yeah, because MJ didn't have a shack. Yeah, and then look, yes. <laughs> you do with the play baseball. <laughs> Once he said, "Fuck it, I'm gonna play baseball," and then he yeah. just came back and like, "Fuck it, now I want to do another three P." Yeah. Well, yeah, but, that too. Yeah. But, but <laughs> think about it. If if they if they won in 08 and he didn't have Shaq. Yeah, that would have been something. That would have been something else to to do that three P without Shaq. But I agree. You still have I agree, song. MJ's. Yeah, Gasol, but that's not Shaq. Yeah, Shaq. No, but Gasol is a monster of his own. Gasol is a he's he's a beast in a very different way. Gasol is a a monster of his own. Yeah, and that's very he's a very underrated guy. Yeah, and I'm gonna make sure Gasol gets his due as a Memphis Grizzly fan. Hey, I was gonna say the same. (laughs) People still to this day think we were stupid for that trade, and then Mark developed, and it was like, you sure we were stupid? who did, who did you guys trade? Who did you guys trade him for? Kwame, I, well, no, I, I think it was Kwame. I think it was Kwame Ooh. Brown, but we got Mark Gasol, and because he was in a developmental. Oh. And at that time, he was the weaker brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a little bigger. Yeah. But people didn't understand that there was a lot of potential there. Yeah. And he developed that's, that's, into it. Yeah. So, you know, and so there you go. It's like. Yep. Man, it, it, trust me. That Gasol brother, I have to, I have to give him his credit. I have yeah, to. yeah. Uh-huh. Trust me. But, but he's still no Shaq. As much, no, credit, but, as much credit as I give but him. Let's be honest. No it's, it's, it's the same thing. It's Horace Grant, Dennis Rodman. Wait, they, they ain't even Shaq though. See? That, that was an upgrade for, to get, to get Rodman. Yeah, they, it they was. Did. But you still got to give Grant his credit because you they give him his credit without Grant. You give him his credit. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah. Give him his credit. And the Lakers darn sure wouldn't have got what they got if you didn't have Gasol in that equation. Oh, yeah, most definitely. No, yeah. I agree with that. I agree with that. So it's still a, it's still an apples and oranges kind of deal. Like, yes, Shaq is Shaq. There's uh-huh. no comparison there. Yeah. But you still have to give Gasol some respect on his end. Yeah, he, he was a, another like, piece of the puzzle. Yeah, you know. Most definitely. Because in my opinion... If you got the Gasol, you got the second go round with Boston, and the first go round who got abused by KG. If you uh-huh. got the Gasol from the second go round, they definitely wouldn't have beat him that first. I'm sorry, we without injury, we still would have won that 2010 championship. Who the Lakers? No, Celtics. No, the Celtics. Yeah, we we I think um, who was that? Glenn Baby Davis that was that was injured. I think Kendrick was injured too. He's, I think he still played, but he was he was definitely hurt. But if without injury, we would have won that that series. No doubt. I don't know, man. No doubt. Kobe was unstoppable. That Kobe time. was on, had James Kobe Posey was to stop him this time. Kobe, Kobe was Kobe was on something, but we still would have won that championship. <laughs> know, Kobe was on a mission. You gotta remember he that's was. MJ. That's MJ. He was. No, he, he was. He was determined to beat Green. He was. He, he did not like losing. He was not a fan. 
of going against Orlando. He wanted y'all. Oh yeah, most <laughs> he definitely. got it. And we wanted we wanted to be there. <laughs> <laughs> he, said, he said, "No, I want them. Orlando is yeah. good, but I want Boston." <laughs> yeah, no, nah, that that we still would have won that though. I I I I would believe that till the day I die, we still would have won that championship without injury, wholeheartedly. But wait, wasn't Kobe injured the first time y'all played? Didn't he what? have like a little index finger? Oh Something yeah, he's broken. He's broken. He's broken his finger. It was like, like a that, broken finger. If I, I don't consider. It, look, on Kobe, I don't consider that something that hampers him. Hell no, mm-hmm. that dude in my eyes is still hundred percent. Like, <laughs> and he played hundred percent, bro. Like. <laughs> Yeah, man, but yeah, no, I agree. The the MJ's uh, two three piece were more more impressive. If if Kobe three, uh, did two three piece, yeah, same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. So, fellas, let's let's talk about Mr. Pippen, good old <clears throat> Scotty Pippen. As we found out in game the final game, actually game six in wow. the second meeting, that he was very 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 injured. So injured that it was hard for him to really get up and down the court. Yeah. Where he pretty much turned into decoy on that entire game. So, based off of that, after what you learned about all of Scottie Pippen's mysterious trials and tribulations on the injury side of things, albeit uh-huh. a great player in his own right, the migraines, yeah. the back injuries, the ankle uh-huh. injuries, the sit-outs, is Scottie Pippen considered a sensitive player? Nah, Ooh, no, no, nah. especially with that back, uh, with the back injury. The shit, I suffered a uh, back injury playing football. That shit let me your whole body got them. It'd be hard to run, walk, get out the bed, all that shit. And to, to, to keep coming back and finishing the game, even if you is a decoy, that shit hurt to run up and down the field. Mm-hmm. He was still scoring uh, a couple points and shit, but. Coming from a back injury, like the same one, like I can, I can respect that shit. That shit take a lot to to play like that. But with the other little injuries and shit, I don't know if he was bullshitting and being soft or faking. But I know with that back injury, like I can respect his uh mental toughness for that at least. Yeah, yeah, me too. And, and to be honest, um, I was when, we, when um I was watching that, I was actually kind of wondering if the reason why he wanted to go back out was because you remember when, when Kobe was – not Kobe, but when uh, MJ was playing baseball and they mm-hmm. had that series – I forget who they played against – that he uh, he ended up sitting out because oh, he didn't get the Knicks. And he, yeah. didn't, he didn't get to go in. I was wondering if that factored into it because you remember how he gave up during that series. He, like, wanted to undo it or not not repeat that. Yeah, that's, that's what I was wondering if that was the motivation for that as well because – Scotty is as tough as they come. Dude, I, I don't I honestly don't know how he was even even able to go back out there and play like that. And he even did a sky hook. Like I don't know how you do that with a back yeah. injury like that. And he said he was still gonna take contact. You know what I'm saying? Like that that's a different level of toughness. Mm-hmm. But I was wondering if that uh if if the regret from refusing to go into the game against the Knicks had anything to do with him refusing to leave for that game? I, I, I think so. I think he started having flashbacks and memories of that shit and remembering, like, his teammates and how, how he realized how he let them down and shit. 
I'm pretty sure he ain't want to do that again. Even though yeah. he was hurt for real, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure he still ain't want to do that again. Or at least show the gesture of, like, I'm not quitting on y'all type shit. Yeah. Oh, we're going to keep playing. We're going to win this shit. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that that was that was the biggest thing that that I that I took away with that. I I, I believe the same thing. I think yeah. I think the regret hit him hard because especially when they said like B.J. Armstrong was it B.J. Armstrong? Someone one of his uh, teammates were crying uh, in the in the uh, yeah yeah locker room. I remember that exact moment. Yeah, I can't remember what was either though. Yeah, so yeah, I, I, this is you start having memories and flashbacks when other situations like that come up. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's what I was wondering if that was, that was the case. Because that, that's – but it's still commendable that he's able to go out and do that. Because yeah, that, that – I mean, that could even alter, uh, like alter your, your, your playing career, playing through something yeah. like that, which is yeah. why I also gave Dwight Howard credit for coming back after his back surgery. Yeah. On the Lakers the way he did the first time with Kobe. It was the same thing. Uh, you know, he, he, he still had stuff he was battling with his back. But I think he still averaged a double double that season, you know. And that's 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 commendable, man. Tough for real. This shit yeah. is tough. Them back injuries ain't shit to play with. Nope. I want to say when I, it's like I, I I pulled like a muscle or some shit in my lower back. Man, it took me like three weeks just to start back, like running half speed. Mm-hmm. So to play through something like that, like bro, you got to be tough as fuck. Yeah. 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 And then I want to say another thing that factored into shit like that. It was like, bro, this, this is the last game. If we win this motherfucker, I can just relax. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is a Go very good motivational it. factor. Yeah, it's a look, very good motivational factor. If, if, yeah. if you rule them out completely or if he's sick completely out, that's going to get other team some hope. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, man, got him. Let's go and take advantage of that shit. And MJ was, was getting worn down, too. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely respect him for doing that. Yeah, yeah, that's that's something different, man. Well, all right, fellas. So let's transition and let's talk about a certain famous Indiana Pacer by the name of Reginald Miller. <laughs> now, is Reggie Miller, the Reggie Miller, the only man who possibly, dare I say, could have taken Michael Jordan to a full seven-game series? Well, that was that was a that was the Eastern Conference Finals. Mm-hmm. I think they did go seven that series because that was the toughest one that that they had. I think uh, since Detroit. Yeah. Um. I think if if Reggie if Reggie was in the West with that type of team, yeah, I think I think I think they could have. I think they could. Yeah. That was Agreed. a physical. That was a physical team. That was, like like Michael Jordan said, that was the most physical team they faced since the Pistons. So, I no, you know what? I think I think they were mad close to being able to beat uh, the Bulls. That was that was probably the their toughest. I would say that was their toughest um, competition outside of Detroit and Orlando. Because remember that that that. Um, the first time when when Michael Jordan came back, he wasn't a hundred percent Michael Jordan. He was still trying to get back into basketball shape. And, and you know what? Yeah. I'm gonna say like this: outside of Detroit, Indiana is the toughest that they had in the East because even with that, that was still Michael Jordan not in full shape. Because that next year they faced him, they took him out. Yeah, I think they swept him too. 
So, I, I, yeah. I, yeah. Reg, Reggie Miller Reggie Miller doesn't get his, ju- uh, his just due, man, at all. Yeah, yeah. he's a little slept on. He, he really doesn't, man. That, that dude, when he's on, absolute killer, man. I, I, yeah. I think that's, that's definitely another guy that needs to have his old documentary. Was considered, was considered once upon a time the greatest shooter in the league until Ray Allen came along and then, and then stuff. Curry. Curry <laughs> Go figure, people. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, still, he's still one of the best shooters in the history of the league. Sharpshooter. That, that is a crazy – just imagine if he was able to get – imagine if the Bulls brought Reggie Miller on. Oh, damn. That's a more championship. You know what I'm saying? I, if they even just did that, I, I don't know how anyone would have won a championship in the 90s, even, even with Jordan off the Bulls. Because even if Scotty had Reggie Miller in those two, that, in those two seasons, that would have been different. That would have been different, man. I, th- I, think, I think Reggie Miller gets slept on for real. He, he's, he's very undervalued. Um, at least more so, more so by uh, the casual fan, or or like you yeah. said, yeah, yeah. So let's talk about the infamous debate about the infamous push off play oh. that Mr. Miller <laughs> did with Jordan. That shit when they been pass interference in football. What does, <laughs> what did this doc remind you of that very play to this day? Is it a push off or is nah. it not? It's more like a slide down. Nah, his 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 uh his momentum was already carrying. That yeah. he, he really he really just like put his hand on him. Yeah, like he just ushered his ass. Like yeah. <laughs> like I'm telling yeah. you, like they wouldn't even call that in football for passing the parents. Nah. Like, that shit was not a push off. Nah. It, I, it was, I think the only people who think uh that was a push off was the opposing fan, goddamn it! They mm-hmm. just wanted to be a push off. <laughs> yeah, because it, it now it does look like one on one angle. It does like yeah. it's a push off, but mm-hmm. when you go look at the other angles, you see he barely touches him, and it's it's literally Great. just momentum. Like uh-huh. MJ's handles are crazy, man. Yeah, and then like the thing, another thing to make it look like a push off mm-hmm. because when he crossed them. You know, he put his hand on it, and he created so much separation. Mm-hmm. So it made it look like he pushed off, but he really didn't. Yeah, his momentum just carried him into the um, spin. <laughs> That's really what it was. Now he, now he can go pick his ankles up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. Well, all right, yeah. fellas. So we got a few more questions for you guys, and these are kind of getting like some good ones right now. So we're going to get into mm-hmm. some good stuff here. So let's talk about towards the end, the very end of this awesome special. After the sixth championship win for the Bulls organization and that particular second three-peat of that squad, it was revealed that Jordan showed another humanistic side of him that we never knew about. And it was mentioned that Jordan wrote a poem to his teammates. Oh, yeah. I, I, I missed that part. I missed that part. You go there. Yeah, that was on, um, that was at the very end of 10. 
I that was that was shocking because I never I've never heard of him even yeah, like yeah. writing anything like that before. So that that I'm was, just talking about this live. Like, I didn't know he did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I I think that was because of of uh, Phil Jackson. Like that's I think that was probably due to all the time that they did the meditation and and you know, the yoga and all that stuff. I think that kind of opened up something in, in MJ to do something like that. It would have been nice to know what the poem actually was. You know, they burnt that yeah. thing up, so <laughs> there's no finding that out. But it would have been nice to know what that was about. Yeah. I, I, I like I like um, the way uh, Phil Jackson um, managed the themes, managed the personalities. Yeah. yeah. I ain't like the, uh, the Krause dude, though. He was on some bullshit. You know what? He was – but he wasn't wrong. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, he That's wasn't the wrong. Weird thing. Like, like some of the ways he went about some shit though. Then I, yeah. I really don't respect the fact that they weren't paying Scotty what he was supposed to be paid. Man. Especially for playing you know, with the production that he had for those mm-hmm. what, seven, eight years? Yeah. You can't that's <laughs> that's partly due to Scotty just signing the contract. But that's yeah. also partly due to the front office offering that contract. Um, yeah. But Kraus, I, I give it to him. You know, of course you want to you want to be able to defend it and and see if you can go for another championship. Yeah. But I understand at the same time, like, let's just go ahead and and rebuild and 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 move forward. Um, yeah. Because of cap space. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And their cap was no. He was, he was trying to do his business, man. Though. Yeah. Hey, honestly, I kind, I kind, I kind of felt bad for him too. The way they was uh, like picking on him and shit. I was like, <laughs> I know you're tired of that shit, but it ain't really shit he could do about it. <laughs> yeah. I would tell you the one thing Michael Jordan said to him that that really killed me. He was smoking a cigar, and I think Kraus said something about he getting And then. What make it so bad? Like he don't give a fuck who around. Like nah. you know, saying anybody. Like now I know dude for media. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing that I say that um I really really don't like about Kraus, um, is the fact that he called it the last dance from the beginning of the season, and that mm-hmm. that I don't know how you expect a team to go out there and win a championship especially at the level that they were playing. Like, I don't see mm-hmm. how you expect a team to do that with that in the back of their head. Like, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter if you go undefeated this season, this is it. Like, yeah. that doesn't make any sense. That yeah, doesn't make right. any sense. And then you see they wanted to bring everybody back. But you can't do that. You can't do that when, when, when you already, you know. You already set the tone. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And that, that's, the, that's the, the major key right there because Michael Jordan said that if, if Phil came back for another year, he feels like everybody would have signed a one-year, like one-year deal, which would have yeah. been crazy. If everybody was signed a one-year deal, and they went and won won a seventh championship, do you think it's possible they would have done the same thing for the next year to try yeah. to go for number eight? Yeah, until they, until they somebody knock them off. Yeah, I mean, right. shit. I always believe in shit. If he ain't broke, don't fix it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, the only thing that I will give Kraus credit for is that he was able to have foresight and say, okay, 
this probably need, needs to be the last one. I just don't yeah. agree with him saying it publicly to to put that pressure on the team. Because yeah. now when you come out publicly and say that, you've already you've already signed the 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 the, the contract. It's done. Like there's you can't yeah. you can't get out of that. Yeah. I'm glad you asked that question, Derek, because I was going to transition into a question that I had for you gentlemen. So that being said, as you guys have touched already about the potential of how Jordan spelt still to this day, they could have won a seventh championship. Now, given that Krause was so open about this being the final year and the pressure that this team carried the entire season to mm -hmm. win that sixth championship. In today's NBA, can any team say that they can do that same thing? Well, win six. Win a championship when they know, let's say you have teams that just oh, okay, okay. get the job done, mm -hmm. or maybe a team like the Warriors who, who got the job done, and then let's just say the owner decided, hey, you know what? I'm breaking up this core now. This is y'all final year together. I, I think, think somebody like the Warriors. Team. The Warriors with a KD. I think they could have did it. I, I I don't know, because the reason why I said I don't I don't think it could happen is because even with take take the Warriors with KD for example, uh -huh. with with KD being so openly sensitive to how the media is to him, uh, yeah, you add the pressure of social media, the media. Yeah, teammates. dudes play a part now and day too. Dude, I don't think he would have been able to do that. I don't even think the Bulls that '98 championship would have yeah. been able to do that today. Yeah, That's social media and all that shit. Yeah, I don't, I don't know that they would have been able to do that because we have so much outside noise, and for them it was slower because it's the newspaper, it's the news, you know. Um, all that shit. Yeah, but you pick up your today, phone, you are gonna see some mobile and shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't, I don't think that any team today could go through that. I really don't because that social media is a different beast, man. And you see how you see how Durant has has reacted to the media. It's, I just, I don't know. I don't see it. But you're saying that, I definitely agree. Yeah. Okay. It has to be like a goddamn All Star team. Yeah, yeah. You have you have like LeBron, KD. Out. Yeah, like some yeah. shit like that. That should be undeniable. Then. Yeah, yeah. But but a, a team that was just built, not just free agents come together, all free agents come together. Yeah. Yeah, that should be real hard. Yeah, I don't see how that works. Well, all right, family. So, a couple more questions for you guys before we wrap this thing up so let's talk about the very ending and as we saw in the pre-credits there it went on to list that after this final championship and into the offseason we saw that they tried to go ahead and offer phil another year that he earned after already making it public that he wasn't going to be there anymore after this year and so then we see where eventually, as we know what happened with Mr. Jackson down the line, went uh -huh. to another interesting organization and kind of did something very similar to what he did very much so with this very team. Jordan retired. 
Uh-huh. Eventually, years later, be with the you know Wizards, which was not mentioned, but we know that that's eventually what happened. Jordan retired. Scottie Pippen was traded. Rodman was released, and Kerr was also traded. And it hurts me to say this as a fan of the Chicago Bulls, but nonetheless, are the Bulls reaping what they sowed to this very day since the breakup of this very team? Yes. It's hard to deny it, man. Shit, it ain't been no Bulls close to them since. Mm-mm. And they no. had the opportunity to. Yeah. They had the opportunity to. If you, you, you remember when they had Derrick Rose, Joe Kim Noah, Tosh Gibson. Yeah. That was the closest. That was the closest. If you, if you add Carmelo to that team, they were winning a championship that year. Yeah, That's right. Carmelo's fault, by the way. And, and that is on Carmelo, yeah. That is definitely and on Carmelo. It's it's because Chris <laughs> Bosh also had his opportunity to join this team, and he flirted with it until he decided to go to Miami. No! Oh, uh, you're hurt about that, Chicago. aren't you? <laughs> I'm hurt about the fact that they decided to get Boozer because that's all that was left. Oh, that's man. what I'm hurt about. We got a low-budget version of him. <laughs> I don't know what the heck happened to him. I wanted Utah Boozer. Hey, anyway, yeah. I don't know what excuse Boozer that was. That was yeah, that don't was, get that me was started on Ben Gordon. I don't even know what the heck happened there. Oh, man. So I forgot about that. that guy, man. too. Man. This team yeah. really could have won more championships, but it seemed like somehow Paxson and Foreman just seemed to, seemed to let key pieces slip over the years. I'm going to tell you what. If if Melo found a way to go to Chicago while LeBron was in Miami, he was supposed to. Yeah, if he if he did definitely if he actually just said let me just go ahead and and team up, they would have knocked Miami off that year. Yeah, he was supposed to. That was a tough matchup for for Miami. Chicago yeah. was hard. Oh, you're saying if Melo would have went to Chicago. If Melo went to Chicago. Because I thought you meant the original Miami Big Three. Oh, no, no, no. Melo no. was supposed to be. He was supposed player. to be, yeah. yeah. It wasn't no. supposed to be Bosch. It was supposed yeah. to be Melo, but Melo took the money. Yeah, no, I'm talking about if Melo decided to go to Chicago while LeBron, Bosch, and Wade were in Miami, they, mm-hmm. I, think, I think Chicago would have won a series against, against uh, Miami. They would have won, won one of those series. No doubt about it. And yeah. people forget Jimmy Butler was still actually on Jimmy that Bu- team. Oh, that my time. God. I forgot about that. He yeah. was an up-and-coming Jimmy Butler. He wasn't on the level he's at now, but he but was he still – But he was still a killer. He was, he was more yeah, of a defender. Yeah. Yeah. Jimmy Butler was a – he was just a – he was a was role player rookie. at that time. He was a defender. Oh, okay. Yeah. He was like Luau Dang's uh, protege. If you right. Uh, right. Uh, Luau so, Dang. I forgot about him, too. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah they had so, a squad, man. Yeah, if, if you had Melo in that instance, it would have been something special to see. I, I, yeah. Lord knows I wanted to see it. I understood what Melo wanted. I get it, but it was still mm-hmm. stupid. I wanted to see it just <laughs> it because stupid. I wanted the, the the Heat to lose because Damn. they went and got Ray Allen. That was the only That's reason the why. Reason. Nah. That, was, that, that was my motivation, man. <laughs> I think I'm just now starting to be able to get around to, to easing up on Ray Allen. I think I am. <laughs> and then came the Pacers with Paul George and Lance Stevenson yeah. <laughs> and all of the guys that made you think for a second. Yep. And he was going to lose. Yep. But then yep. the Spurs made you happy, so that's all that matters, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Except for when he hit that shot. 
Hey, I got I got one off off, off subject question. Yeah. So like, <laughs> you think they're gonna trash the NBA uh, season this year, or like they're gonna just continue it, or they just like fuck this shit this year? I don't know, man. I, I honestly, they're they're still saying that their um, I think their final decision will be next month. Oh, okay. Some sometime like next two weeks, two three weeks, but I don't see. I personally don't see the reason to continue it. You're already late into the year. Yeah. That's gonna throw next year off and then following seasons after that. Just yeah, it's, just cut it, it, it and move on. Yeah, it definitely won't be smart with uh with football season still starting. That'd be right. a conflict of views and shit. Yeah. They might just have to trash it. Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't wanna see that. I just wanna see them end it right now. Mm-hmm. And you next year, around the same time they usually do, which is around October. Mm-hmm. First week of October, regular season usually starts. So you do that around there and, and just do it in, where, where uh, fans aren't in the arenas. I think you have a better shot of having a, 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 a better season than mm-hmm. just pushing it. I don't want to see the season end in August, September. I don't want to yeah. see it. That's yeah, that's yeah. disgusting to me. I don't want to see that. I I need I need to have basketball around Halloween. Yeah. Christmas. I, the regular schedule we've been ha- we've had over over the course of the history of this league. Let's continue to have it. I don't want to see it altered out. I don't want to see that. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, that's all I was asking though. Yeah, that that's that's gonna hurt, man. So, gentlemen, my final question of the evening for you guys is, given that this was entitled The Last Dance and we saw the finale of a very memorable organization and team time frame that dominated the entire 90s decade. Question. My final question for you, gentlemen, is which team, which Bulls team from the 90s is the best of the six that won championships. Talking about a single year. Which single year Bulls team of that entire run of both three-peats is the greatest team of all time? I'm going 98. That last championship. I'm going. I'm going that that squad. Dennis Rodman, uh-huh. Steve Kerr, yeah, Pippen. I, I don't. I'm sorry, man. That to me, that was just a different team. That was different. You you had a different attitude. You had a uh, motivated team, especially with all they were trying to. They had to 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 overcome with the narrative of it being their last dance. That was probably the, the 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 best team. Now, in terms of championships, though, I think the fourth one that they won, like we said last week, the, the fourth one that they won was was the was the most meaningful because Michael was able to win it on Father's Day without his dad there. That mm-hmm. that to me was probably the most meaningful one. Shoot, I almost cried, man. I, like that that was that was a true tearjerker. Um, yeah. that was crazy. So I'm I'm gonna say, but that that last that last uh, championship, that's the best squad. That's the best squad because everybody was just on. 
Yeah. Shit, I I agree with the uh, the last and the fourth. Yeah. Mm. And then I say the I say the uh, I say the last for every reason he just said the last. And I say the fourth because of the thing with his with the uh, on five today. But you know that was the year when when Jordan was coming back from playing baseball. Mm-hmm. And, you know the year he took off, they were still a great team making the playoff run. Right, they right. Added their main piece back. Like now you know you can't stop. Yeah, and they did exactly what everybody expected to do. They wanted. And he and had that set off. Body. Yeah, yeah. And then that set off the second three piece. So I'll say ninety eight and whatever fucking year the fourth one was. I can't remember. Yeah. Well, gentlemen, I have to disagree with the, both of you on this one. <laughs> Proud Bulls fan, I'm gonna have to let you guys know the best Bulls team of that entire run goes off of this simple slogan: "It don't mean a thing if you ain't got the ring." <laughs> the very record that stood so tall, yeah. it went decades upon decades, and it took a stacked Warriors team just to beat it by one game. That seventy-two and ten Bulls team oh, still doesn't, top still doesn't is mean the greatest team of all time. You had the yeah. record-setting record, and you won the championship. Yeah. So you didn't just have the best record of all time. Yeah, you actually yeah. won the championship in that year as well. And the yeah. most meaningful, the most meaningful, always the first championship. But this is why. You, Michael Jordan, Michael Jeffrey Jordan, defeated Magic Johnson, the man who before you was actually considered the greatest NBA player of all time. That's true. And one can argue the torch was officially passed because Jordan went on from that point on to Uh great status to this day. So... That, my friends, coming That's from true. a true Bulls fan, I have That's to true. let you know, those two <laughs> yeah, I definitely can't are the argue. most significant right there. I can't argue that that that, that uh, record. I, I I forgot about that, to be honest. I, swear, I forgot all about that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank, you. Yeah, that. Thank you. Thank you. I'm about to answer you, man. I'm about to answer you. What year was that to be exact? 92-93, I believe. That was the 92-93. And then, I want to say, uh, what you saying, uh, uh, the passing of the torch, shit, they had to pass the torch in the Olympics, knowing they were competing in practice. <laughs> and shit. Like, uh, do it now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, that dream team, yeah, that did kind of show the torch was even passed even more then. That's yeah. true. You're right. That's true. That <laughs> Which, you know what, to be honest, that, that kind of makes me feel some type of way that, that LeBron – and Kobe never went at it in the finals. Because uh-huh. we, we got to see, we got to see the tor- the torch passed that way. It would have been nice to see that. You know, it's funny you should bring that up. When you talk about motivation, uh-huh. none of these players seem to get motivated, but yet that very year, Mr. Howard, Dwight doesn't get enough credit. He was yeah. actually very motivated. Why? Because Nike is the one to blame on why you never got that finals. Cause Nike prematurely gave you the LeBron and Kobe puppets to indicate that we were gonna see them in the finals. 
And if Nike had I never, forgot about if they, they would have just waited, just waited until it was official to do uh-huh. that advertisement, I guarantee you, yeah. then LeBron might have gotten past Orlando. But yeah. instead, he ran into a motivated Dwight who said, really now? You just going to yeah. overlook us like that? Well, yeah. I got something for you. I forgot about <laughs> those puppets, man. I ain't going to lie. I forgot all about those things. Yes. That's true, though. That's true. That, that would have been, been, been a great thing to see, though. Nike robbed you guys of the moment that you always wanted to see. It was Nike's fault. Yeah. Uh-huh. I, didn't say, I didn't say LeBron play in real life. Not, I didn't say Kobe play in real life. It would be another thing to see him play against each other. Nah, I never got to see either one of them play. You know what's crazy? I sat right behind LeBron ass. I was young. I was young though. I was with my dad. I was young as fuck. But it wasn't the floor seat, but it was the seats. Got down right behind the right players. Behind I'm yeah, like, damn, playing right in front of me. And then I was younger, so I ain't real like I ain't realized how big NBA players was at the time. I'm like, damn, these motherfucking giants and shit. And LeBron sitting right in front of me. I'm like, damn, I'm sleeping on touch his ass. You know, once they, even now, I'm not a, I'm not a LeBron fan, but he's like, damn, this the guy right here. He's just like right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, yeah. I would love to see him uh, play in person before he retires. I would love to see that. Yeah, I say them, uh, them damn dunks and shit be cool and say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would have been great to see Michael Jordan play in person. That that was. Yeah. I think, that, I think that's probably one of the, the biggest reasons I wish I was older in the night. I was born in 90. I, I so definitely I would, love, I, I would love to see uh, Jordan play in person. If I, I was guess at least born in the 80s. Oh. I got to see uh, Michael Vick play in person. That's one thing I always wanted to do. Oh, really? Well, that yeah, when he played for the uh, Eagles. Oh, that just made Derek happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You just decided <laughs> Now you're going to make yeah. me break out my Eagles jersey with Mike Vick's number on it. Man, like, <laughs> uh, that was a special time, man. That was a I feel, special I figured, time. I figured when you said he was anti-Cowboy, I figured you was even going to say <laughs> Eagles are Steelers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was, man, too, that was a special time, man. Jesus. I do miss that team. It was a great team. Yeah, great Beautiful team. team. Beautiful team, man. Ah, yes. Yes, sir. Uh, and... Basketball's what ifs, those what ifs that we always get, ladies and gentlemen, just ponder on the thought. We never ever will, never did get to see that finals with Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant, did we? No, we did not. We never got to see a finals with LeBron James and Kobe Bryant, did we? No, it's a lot of what ifs. We never ever get to see those things. We never got to see them, but in an imaginary world one day, Someday, in an alternate universe, somewhere in your heads, you will see that finals one day. But the redeem team against the dream team. If if, if Kobe did face Michael Jordan in the finals, who would have won? The Wait, don't answer the that. Would be the student. Don't answer that. <laughs> that is a question for the next episode of the Sideline right. Guys. Oh, that man. is your debate. No, that question will not be answered on this episode. You 
ladies and gentlemen have to wait and ponder, really ponder before you answer that question because you will not get the answer on this episode just yet. I hate to do Man. that to you fellas, but it yeah, is our right. time. We have to go. So That's don't worry, Nemo. That's a real good Nemo. one. We will invite you back on the show so that you can definitely pitch in on that answer. But they will not yeah. get that on this episode today. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, this has been another edition of The Sideline, guys. I'm your favorite host, Dwayne. And you already know where you can find your boy, all things. But before we get to that, Mr. Derek, Mr. Debo, go ahead and tell the people where they can find you on social media. You got it, Debo. All right. You can find me, Debo from Triface, on Twitter. Well, most probably on Twitter. That's the main thing I'll be on. But one Debo Taylor. Also, you know, I got to throw a plug in there. Be on the lookout next month for the summer release of the Triface brand. We got a lot of good stuff coming in the month of June. So be on the lookout. Trifaceclothing.com. Here goes some right here. <laughs> <laughs> shameless yeah. plug, baby. Got to love yeah. the shameless plug. Nah, you got to do it, man, because those he's got some high-quality stuff, man. So, yeah, yes. no, most definitely. I appreciate that. I definitely appreciate it. Most definitely. Most definitely. And uh, as always, find me on uh, Derek at Derek underscore OTS. That's the black way to spell it, D-E-R-I-C-K. <laughs> and then uh, OTS guys as well. Awesome. awesome yes, sir. Man. Of so. course, ladies and gentlemen, you can find me at Dwayne Dickey Jr. on Instagram. You can also follow the Life's a Botch podcast on Instagram as well. And, uh, yeah, until the next time, catch y'all boys and girls later now.